My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to Conservative Daily, everybody. Welcome, Joe. You look beautiful today. Ah, how do you like the tie? <laughs> it freaks me out, man. I've never seen you wear a tie. Yeah, well, I've never seen me wear a tie either. It's been a long time. You got to fix me. I'm like all over the place. Well, you, uh, I, I got the top of your frame right there. There you go. There you go. Now you're, now you're on the money. There you go. But uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. We have uh, a very special guest who we love very much. And they've got a very cool event, much like I believe the events that you're going to be at, right? Oh, he took it off. That was that wasn't that was short. Got to do it. What's the saying? Never wear anything they can hang you by. That now see that is the Joe that I know. That is the Joe Oldman that I'm familiar with. Uh, well, do you wanna you wanna give us an update on what you're doing right now before we jump in with uh, with our amazing guest? So I was at Flashpoint. Uh, Mike was on stage at Flashpoint with Eric Metaxas. By the way, Eric's got a new book coming out, which you're all going to want to read. Uh, you know, the, the other book is Atheism Dead. Was a was a New York bestseller, but this book, I forget the name, but he said he's going to send it to me. So he was on stage with a couple of pastors at Flashpoint, and Mike was up there. And of course, people had to poke fun at the Hardee's deal, so they put that up on screen. Uh, I think that this could be the, an ET moment for Hardee's. They've kind of put them on the map a little bit, kind of like uh, <laughs> a new Chick-fil-A moment. Uh, but I think that uh, it was a great event. It was a terrific event. Although I have to tell you, and I, and I said this yesterday, I struggled with talking about having faith and, and putting your faith in Jesus and then not being able to apply that having faith part to the work that you do. And right now, we're, we're not in a place where it's a spectator sport. This is not, hey, sit on the sidelines, wait for someone else to save the country. We really do have to have everyone get involved, everyone stay engaged. And I think if we do that, we have a good chance of saving the country. If we don't do that, I think that uh, you know we, we relegate ourselves to whatever happens in society. And I think that that would be wrong. So, you know, it, it, it was a little frustrating for me just because they kept talking about the fact that we're going to win and we're going to win. But people, you know, there was, there was probably five, 6,000 people there. People need to understand what they need to do. Like, how do they engage? How do they become a part of standing in the gap? And what does it really mean? 
And so I talked to one of the uh, producers there yesterday and said, hey, have you read the doctrine of the lesser magistrates? Have you read the book? And he goes, no. I said, you need to read the book. It's by Matthew Chuella. Uh, it's an amazing book that talks about standing in a place of interposition. It's biblical. And it gives people a blueprint on what they need to do into the future in order to stand up and take back our nation. So without that, let's let's go ahead and bring Bethany in and talk about some other stuff. But I think that uh, it, was, it was a great event. And we're headed to the Clay Clark event today. As we'll be in Idaho and speaking tonight. Awesome. Well... Bethany, welcome to the show once again. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on. And Bethany, have... tell everyone a little bit about you. Well, I homeschool my eight children. My husband's a pastor at Fervent Church in Colorado. Um, I honestly have never really been engaged until the last couple of years. Um, I was just enjoying being a mom, homeschooling my kids, kind of just focused on my day-to-day -day routine and all of a sudden, everything in the world started to implode and I started recognizing that I could sense that what they were doing was innately wrong and yet I couldn't articulate any of it. So I've spent the I spent the next year really trying to educate myself on what our country was actually founded on and that question, what do we do now? So the Doctrine of the Lesson Magistrates is one of my favorite books. Um, it absolutely articulates everything that we can do in the Well, you have eight kids. I do. And Phineas just went away. He's your oldest. Yeah. And he just went away yeah. to college. He just went away to Bible yeah. college. Yeah. A little rough on mom's heart, but I am proud of him. We've got one graduated and it seems to have, homeschooling seems to have been a really good choice for us. I just want to say, first awesome. of all, like props, because I'm the oldest of six, and it's rare that uh, I find someone. I remember when I met you, it was actually at DCF, uh, and you had all these kids there, and I'm like, my Lord, these are all your kids. So you beat my family, so congratulations. I don't, I don't meet too many people who are able to do that. And all your kids are, are yeah, amazing as well. Aw, thank you. I love them. They're pretty awesome. So, so tell us about this event that's coming up. We have an event coming up. Yeah, so when I was trying to answer that question, what can I do to get involved? I was really praying different options, contemplating different offices, and just really trying to figure out what can I do to be proactive and trying to take our country. And I looked back to what am I passionate about? And obviously, I'm really passionate about it. Okay, we're, and we're, so we're as I'm hey, one second, Bethany, give me one second. Oh. Give me one second. We need to fix the audio. I don't. I don't know what happened. It was fine just before we went live. That's. This is the frustrating part. So we need to. I have not. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, are I, you I brought it down. So go ahead. Now. All right. Working. Go ahead. Good. All right. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, so anyhow, I'm um, not sure how much I missed, but basically really just seeking the Lord, what can I do to get involved? And he showed me the story of Josiah. King Josiah was an eight-year-old little boy who gets um, crowned king in Israel. And he is crowned king in the midst of some really tumultuous times in his country where the people of Israel had walked away from the Lord and they're starting to face the judgment of that. And so he gets 
you know, crowned king. And then he starts all these reforms, which are religious reforms. And as he's doing that, they discover the book of the law, which they had completely forgotten. They didn't know what was required of them as people and what their founding was all about. And so he stops, everybody stops work and he just really stops the whole country and says, we need to study this and listen to it because this is why we've gotten off track. And so they educate the entire nation and then they repent and God blesses them and gives them a time of peace. And so as I was studying that, I just realized that that's my job. That's my calling. I really want to help educate the people. Number one, what is our foundation? What is our true history? And then number two, what can we do with that? And I believe that as people truly understand what their heritage is, they'll be so much more likely to try and preserve it. And if they understand what these incredible freedoms that we have given to us by God in order to be protected by our government, then they're going to be so much more willing to stand up like is uh, taught to us doctrine of the lesser majesty. So with all of that, um, I joined Free USA Faith. We started a faith chapter at Fervent Church. And the event that we're going to be having next Saturday, uh, it's called Build Back Biblical. And really that just encompasses my vision that in order for this country to uh, be really um, just set back on the right track. We need to understand what our heritage is and really to, as a whole nation, but really um, individually and then the family units really need to start living according to the laws that God has given us that this nation was founded upon. So our event you is know at that 6 I'll o'clock. Oh, sorry, go ahead. You know that I'll be there. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. We're so excited to have you. I think you guys are having a table there, too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Yes, we are. Yes. That'll be awesome. So, yeah, so, we're going uh, uh, to have a lot of people there. They're, the speakers are really amazing. Rick Green, specifically, um, he has an entire curriculum to go through to explain what our true founding was, because, unfortunately, we have a lot of revisionists out there that have rewrote our history and people are just believing it. And one of the most mind-blowing things to me is um, in these books that they're teaching in schools across the nation, it says, this is what our founding fathers believed. This is what they were into. And then when you go to the back to see what sources they have to come up with these conclusions, they do not cite the sources. They said, because of you know what's going on, we've chosen to dispense with the usual sourcing of, you know, of anything because there is no actual documentation that can um, back their their propaganda right now, saying that we are not a Christian. That we're, okay, sorry, not a Christian nation, not founded upon Judeo. Well, the, I mean, that's really what the devil does, right? So the devil tries to re reset and rewrite everything, um, showing you that the, a lie is the truth. I think one of my biggest concerns is that this isn't just a leftist problem. This isn't just a radical left problem. This is an establishment problem. This is what I call the derps, the Democrats in the Republican Party. And, you know, we, we see this kind of mass exodus happening to the independents. I actually don't think that that's the case. I think that that's where they're actually creating all the cheating that's happening um, in our in our uh, election systems. But as you start talking about as you start talking about building back biblical, you know, we're fighting against propaganda, and, and maybe you could talk a little bit about this, that is so great, 
the propaganda is so massive. They, they tell us that the largest decline in, in Christian uh, uh, Christian beliefs in history, right? And it went from 90% that say that they, 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 they think they're Christian or they say they're Christian in the United States to 60%. This was, a, this was on Fox News, by the way. They, they're the ones that put this out there. But what I find interesting is that in the article, they talk about unaffiliated faith, unaffiliated belief in God. And I keep thinking, well, well, what is that? And so this is their way of saying that Christianity is dying. And But I, I mean, Bethany, do you believe it's dying? Do you believe that Christianity no, during this not for a strife is diminishing? No, that's the amazing thing throughout history that we've seen this, um, that people is constantly trying to squash the truth. But when they are actually like on active, like trying to attack us, that's when truth starts to explode. And so many more people get saved because they recognize that this is a battle between life and darkness. This is a, uh, an onslaught to try and destroy the truth. And you just can't destroy the truth. And the other amazing thing is we live in God's world. So if we are walking according to his principles, he blesses us. And people that are not, they experience some serious downfall and destruction. So they can lie about the numbers all they want, but I'm personally going to all these different events and I am seeing an awakening happening across the country, not just in standing up for the rights that we have citizens of America, but recognizing that those rights are actually founded in biblical beliefs. So there's actually a awakening coming out across the nation for believers as well. Well, and and so I, I want to talk about this because uh, Garrett is your husband. He is the head pastor at Fervent Church. Yes, sir. And he has been on fire for restoration. He has been on fire and been unapologetically truthful and, and loud and boisterous about where we are in the nation from the church. Yes. He's telling people about Roe versus Wade. He's telling people about what's happening with our kids and indoctrination in our schools. He's talking not about politics, but he's talking about morals and ethics. And Bethany, I want you to tell everyone the amount of, of attacks that you and Garrett and the church has come under for standing up. What, what's that like? It's constant, actually. It's kind of interesting because even with this event that we're hosting, like it has nothing to do with politics whatsoever, right? And we have had people actually posting on social media, here's the link, report them to the IRS. This is totally not okay. This goes against, you know, all of their 501 status and everything. Um, so that's just on like the church side of things. But then personally, we've been attacked like crazy. People are saying that we need to be quiet, that we need to um, disengage from politics. And like you already said, this is not political. These are not political issues. They're trying to politicize them, but these are moral issues. And as Christians, as believers, we're going to stand up for what Jesus stands up for. We're going to stand up for truth. We are going to defend the weak, the unborn. We are going to stand for righteousness. And honestly, um, Thankfully, I believe that we were born for such a time as this, and both Garrett and I are fighters, we're warriors. We are um, honestly encouraged by all the opposition. Like, no, we are, we are definitely on the right path, and we will continue to spread truth, and we will continue to back that truth. 
um, with whatever resources God gives us at this point. Um, but we're, you know, we have eight children. We're fighting for the futures of our children. And then also as a pastor and his wife, we have a congregation and we love these people and we're going to fight for them and for their freedoms as well. So um, the attacks have been pretty constant, but it, we're not backing down. <laughs> okay, so let me, let me, let me, it, it, but it, 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 it's coming from an unlikely source. You have, you have other churches that are attacking you. You have people, we do. I mean, and, and you, and you got involved. I, I just want to put this out there. There's a there's a family down there that, that calls themselves the elite, right? And it's uh, and you were in doing work as a as a citizen of your community, and you were assaulted. Were you not? Were you weren't you assaulted by a, yes. a, a yes. family that calls himself the Republican oligarch? I guess that was uh, I, I think yes. his name is Hunt or, or uh, Duncan Duncan Bremer, correct? Duncan Bremer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I found out his name after he assaulted me because I'd never met him before. Um, but yeah, absolutely. We've been, um, you know, I don't like to speak bad about other people, but uh, we have definitely been ostracized as a church body in Colorado Springs for standing up on truth, for looking at people's voting records and seeing that these things are black and white on paper. Anyone is able to go check voting records and we have and then we've seen how people have voted and how they just keep getting reelected and reelected so it all really started when we started calling attention to these elected officials and saying hang on they say that they're for us and yet their vote is not for us it is very much against us and i personally even went to some of those individuals and and stood up to them and um was met with all kinds of hostility but um, so as i just had moved into colorado springs was just kind of getting acquainted with um wanting to get involved and try and um, apply my civic responsibility um, i was asked by someone to run a, a house district meeting and in that house district meeting um i i guess it probably was because of the person who asked me even though at the time i didn't have an a long-standing relationship with this individual who had asked me to run the meeting, but I think I was guilty by association. So when I walked into um, to run this meeting, to be the chair of this meeting for redistricting, um, there was a coup already planned. And so everyone, you know, it was like a tag team. Every person got up and, and was, you know, had their part to play in saying that I was not going to be allowed to run the meeting. And in that meeting, I had been entrusted with some ballots for the redistricting. And so I was told you know, nude all this, just following instructions. Here's your script that you're going to read off of and told, pass the ballots out, collect the ballots. Do not let anyone else have them. Do not let them leave your person at all. So as I've been kicked out of the meeting that I was barely even allowed to start and they instantly kicked me out, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go find, you know, the person that handed me these ballots and give them to them and they can figure out what to do with this chaos in here because I don't even know. And so as I was collecting all the ballots, uh, Duncan Bremer came up and grabbed hold of me pretty, pretty roughly and tried to prevent me from leaving. And I, I yelled out and pulled away and he dug his, his uh, fingers in even harder and left a bruise on my arm. Um, I was pretty shaken. I did go home and slept on it that night. Just like, okay, this is crazy. I've never seen adults, grown, grown humans act like this. And so the next morning looked at my arm, it was definitely bruised. So um, I did call the police officer and, and filed a case against him, which he we just convicted. won. 
so. He was, yeah, he was convicted, con yes. Convicted. He was, and, yeah. But his and son, the interesting thing. Yeah. His son, Eli Bremer, didn't he threaten everyone? Like, you're not allowed to talk about this. Wasn't this like a family affair? Yeah, so it, very interesting. I, I still personally have never met Eli, and he was not in the room, but people were starting to talk about it because there was a lot of people in the room. There was a lot of people that witnessed what happened, and it started to circulate. And then he started putting out there, if anyone talks about this, I they're going to have to take it up with me. We're going to go to court for defamation of character. We're like... What? We're, we're discussing something that happened that you were not even in the room for. Yeah, so, and so the, there's a reason why I, there's a reason, reason why I bring this up is because these are people that are part of an establishment. I know that Eli's a horse jumper that uh, went to the uh, Olympics as a horse jumper. I guess, I guess he was a horse jumper. Um, so. Uh, and before we go on, we have a new sponsor of the show. That is American Hartford Gold. If you're like us here at Conservative Daily, you are growing more and more and you are concerned about the future. And how could you not be? Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-965-5545. That's 855-965-5545 or text the word FREEDOM to 998899. Again, that's 855-965-5545, or text FREEDOM to 998899. But this is a family that is closely associated with Wayne Williams, correct? And- and uh, That is correct, and, yes. And Eli's, and Eli's wife is a commissioner, I think, and yep. Holly yep. Williams, who sure is, is Wayne Williams' wife, is uh, she is a commissioner as well. And yep. Wayne is the one that brought Dominion to Colorado. And so this group has built this little club that literally acts like the Mean Girls. I mean, would you equivalent equate it to a Mean oh, Girl club? Oh, hundred percent. Maybe even up it a notch, though. Um, I actually met Wayne Williams at a pastor's home in Colorado Springs, and it was. I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but it was a very interesting meeting. Um, he was not asked to speak, and yet when uh, someone else who had the microphone was um, sharing about how they had gone away to work on a campaign in D.C., and when they came back, there was just a darkness about Colorado Springs, and they were really concerned, like, there's some dark money going on, and they weren't, they weren't articulating what exactly it was. But Wayne Williams jumps up, grabs the microphone from this lady, and hold it and mind you this room is um it was a a unity dinner that we were invited to when we first got here uh, i was elected officials pastors and their wives at this dinner and so he grabs the microphone and he says you all need to stop being like lot's wife stop looking at the past and let's just go on forward and i'm thinking oh yeah how 
what is the context of this statement? It, I don't even understand what you're saying. And so afterwards, um, I, I was told by someone, hey, you know, that's the guy that brought Dominion in. And I was like, no, I have to go ask him. So I walk up to Wayne Williams and I say, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Bethany Grofner. And I just wanted to know, are you the, the man who brought Dominion voting system into Colorado? And he gets all proud. Yes, I am. He's like, oh, well, then that makes perfect sense why you would just say what you said, doesn't it? And he turned bright red, got so angry, he left and did not come back again that night. Like, well, okay now, I, I'm starting to see the picture and how all of this is connected. He was so outraged that I would even call him out on that. But the fact that he would say that to a room full of pastors and wives, like talk about out of context, what are you even talking about? <laughs> it was pretty crazy. So, so I, I bring this up and, and Bethany, I know you try to stay as honoring as possible across the board to everyone else. Obviously, I use stronger words like effluvium and uh, trash to describe those people that would circumvent the, the rights and the, and the uh, sacred honor of our country. But, uh, yeah. you, you know, Wayne, Wayne Williams is the guy that did a commercial with Jenna Griswold, the Democrat, right before the primary to help Jenna Griswold, the Democrat, right? Yeah, actually, Joe, so I, I would, um, I'm not gonna call them effluvium, but I'm gonna say that they are definitely wolves in sheep's clothing. I feel like they are worse than the Democrats because they hide under the Republican you know, flag, but they, they absolutely vote with the Democrats and they are, they're probably even worse than because they are so intensely, um, geared towards taking down this country while meanwhile going around telling everybody oh we're for you we're for you just vote for us we've got your back we'll take care of you they do not so they, yeah. yeah they're and, and so they, it, they bring really weak people underneath them you have like chuck borman down there i mean it, it literally is a cabal somebody just said it but colorado springs has become a deep swampy swampy place and 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 there was a recount that was done there as well Correct. Yeah. Well, we've been trying to do that. There's been some um, some underhanded dealings, I believe, in that as well. Okay. So, uh, you know, I didn't mean to derail from the from the the thing that you're having, the the, the event that you're having. Obviously, I will be there, um, uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Uh, I will be in the front row, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, I think that all of this really just shows us how serious it is to have events like this and to try and be active because um, we in Colorado Springs, I think that there's this false facade of this Christian place that, um, you know, uh, everyone is um, just going about their pleasant lives, doing the right things when no, there's there's a ton of evil and it's taking over and it's quickly going to fall if we do not stop it. So. That's why I'm, well, I'm so passionate about putting events like this on. And I know all of your kids and all of your kids are amazing. All of them, without exception. They are. And I agree. I look, I look at the fruit of people's trees, like the, 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 the actual fruit of the tree. And I can't help but think to myself, I wonder, and I haven't dug into it yet. I probably should, but I into the, the Wayne Williams of the world and the and the Bremers of the world, you know, what their fruit looks like. Actually, I, I can I know why Duncan did what he did. I know why Eli acts the way he does, because he's the fruit of of Duncan, the, you know, a, a guy that says that he's Absolutely. the oligarch of, 
of the area and he's he's assaulting women uh, yep. coincidentally enough eli bremer says that he, he represents women women's rights and that he's fighting for women's rights as his dad is assaulting them just thought i'd throw oh that my. out there but, wow <laughs> but i want to put this up there if uh if we can um mr producer sorry get the all the information here i i am remote Bethany, so I'm a little behind a little bit. Uh, let me see if I can get it here. All right, first of all, let, let's go through this before we get off the event. Where where can people buy tickets? Where can people buy tickets to the event? They can buy them on Ebrite, uh, Eventbrite. Um, however, if you just want to come the day of, we would love to have you. So we're definitely going to have accommodation for everybody. Um, if they just want to show up at the event the day of at six o'clock um it's at Fervin church doors open at 5 30. we're gonna have plenty of seating so by all means just come we'd love to have you um if you want to reserve your spot you can you can find it just uh, search build back biblical on event awesome well and here's the and uh, is, is Go ahead, sorry. We're going to have this on Monday night. It's going to be launching the following Monday. Um, so also, okay, Saturday is Build Back Biblical. Sunday morning, Victor Marks, who actually travels the world rescuing sex trafficked women and children. Like he goes in like guns blazing and rescues these women and then puts them up in safe houses in their different countries. He's going to be speaking again on Sunday morning. And then this class, Biblical Citizenship, starts Monday nights. So we're going to have that every Monday night for eight weeks at Fervent Church. If you can come to one, great. If you can come to them all, even better. But we would really just love to try and help educate the, the public. All right. Well, Bethany, thanks for joining us. God bless you. I will be praying for you and the event and the kids and Garrett. Thank you so much. Um, you guys are awesome. Thanks for coming on today. We really appreciate it. And thanks for giving us the time. God bless you. Absolutely. You too. Bye. We do love her. She is phenomenal. And her entire family is phenomenal. And she's a good shooter. I had to bring up the call. I had to bring up the cabal of, of Colorado Springs because, frankly, Colorado is one of those places that could be an amazingly bright red state. But it's not bright red because you have the fake news, you have the radical left, you have Antifa, and then you got the dirts. You got the Democrats and the Republican Party. You got the Eli Bremers and the Wayne Williams and the Mean Girls Club. And they, you know, they say stuff to me and, and all the time, and I, I constantly just call them what they are because these people are, are actually racist. They go after Vicki Tompkins, the only black uh, Republican chairwoman of a, of a, in the entire country, and they attack her for standing up and doing really good work as she raises more money for the El Paso County GOP than ever has been done before and exposes some of the corruption money that's been that has disappeared out of the out of the coffers and some of the th stuff that the Colorado GOP has done to hurt people uh, historically across Colorado it, it literally is the mean girls club you're you're literally dealing with a group that they are they are the wolves in sheep's clothing so I think it's time we actually start calling them what they are and, and by the way they get so mad when i when i say stuff like this there's this there's this clown josh hostler uh down in the springs that acts like a man child and and apollo we've had this conversation you, you know i'm not afraid right i'm not afraid at all I, mm -hmm. i'm absolutely not afraid and i think it's time that we stop letting apathy and 
this uh, controlled opposition do everything they can to destroy our kids' lives. Because that's all they care about. It's all about ego. It's all about, you know, how do we take more? How do we take more, 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 stuff our faces and make ourselves look like we're doing good while we're actually destroying communities? So that's why I brought it up. No, 100%. And just, I, th I thought it was funny. I just noticed uh, Nuke, Nuke Hayes uh, listed a few of those other terms, uh, kerfluffle, tomfoolery, dumbassery, skullduggery, detritus, flotsam, well said. Thank you for that. <laughs> off scouring. Off scouring. <laughs> yeah, I liked uh, I liked garbage wolves when she was she was talking about wolves in in sheep's clothing, uh, but that is what I think that they are. But uh, well, you know, I, want to, I want to transition if we can into what's happening in uh, uh, in the, the vineyard, and yeah, this this is a pretty amazing story because this Apollo, this is this to me is is what you're taking it directly to them now there's been people that have said that this is the equivalent of nazis being killed you know uh uh what's it called waters was talking about it on waters world he goes yeah because shipping people up to the the oasis of the the democratic haven of evil is the same as shipping them to uh as shipping them to concentration camps to have them killed it makes perfect sense that they would equate the two but let's if we can let's put up this refugee uh this is amazing this whoo we respect women we value black lives we stand with our lgbtq community members we stand with immigrants with refugees with indigenous people and the people of all faiths we stand with <laughs> our community we are welcome here hate has no business here okay guys and this listen. is from martha's that, vineyard this is martha's vineyard statement Put up B one. So this is, <laughs> this is this is a released ready? yesterday. Hold on, hold on. This is released yesterday. I want you guys to remember that these are the same people. and some of these same ones going nuts are the ones who have been completely trying to uh, accuse anyone who is against letting all these people come over the border. And I have some serious stuff on this after we go through this, calling them all racist, xenophobes. Oh. But now, now all of a sudden we have a humanitarian crisis because fifty people showed up. Oh. All right, check this out, though. They're, they're getting ready to ship another 500 in. Guys, listen, you need to share this because they're getting ready to put another 500 on a plane and ship them to Martha's Vineyard and plant them right there. And I heard I heard this, and maybe you guys can, but doesn't Obama have a 7,000-square-foot, seven-house? I think that's the perfect place to put refugees. You could put cots in there. You could turn it into an emergency home. I mean, let's let's just make it happen. Matter of fact, they only spend about one weekend a month there, so they could rotate the refugees around into different homes. And I think, man, it could be, it could be, it would have. They're welcome, right? I mean, let's just welcome refugees in. Let's and let's make them pay for it. I think they should pay for it too. Just have them pay for it and and be able to take care of all these refugees coming across the border illegally. Perfect sense to me. Matter of fact. I think they should stock the shelves inside of the home for so they can eat some caviar. All right. I, th I think that's the way we should go. I think that's what. Well, these are, these are the same people. They wanted you to have them in your yard, right? We can host them in our yards, yeah. and it's illegal yeah. to kick them out. Yeah. But here, I'll put that so back up. I, I want to put this up. Yeah. I, look, I, put, it, put it up for me. For I want to read this to everyone. You can't make this up. So the release on the 14th at the bottom. At 1,500 today, approximately 
50 individuals, to the best of our knowledge, originating from Venezuela, <laughs> landed at Martha's Vineyard Airport seeking shelter. This is an ongoing situation, town emergency management operations from the six island towns and the sheriff's office, as well as the county management, are actively collaborating to develop a coordinated uh, re uh, regional response. The group in question have been provided food, water, emergency stabilization, sheltering for the evening. Two emergency shelters have been established with additional space available for further, in case further arrive, arrivals occur. Then it goes to the 15th. We continue to provide shelter, food, and care to individuals that arrived on the island yesterday. A coalition of vineyard towns, <laughs> community-based and nonprofit groups are assisting in the effort. We continue to work very closely with our state partners who have pledged support and resources for the unmet needs that we may have. And we do so with shelter operation. We are focusing our meetings on immediate needs of people we are sheltering and engaging the contingency planning of situation changes. We are grateful to the many local and neighboring community members who have reached out with offers of support. Please direct our resources to this. And this email, by the way, emd at dcsoma.org. You should send them a thing encouraging them to have more come in. I think you should have <laughs> as many refugees come in as possible. I think that, frankly, they should start building mass apartment buildings right in the backyard of Obama's mansion that he has there, right? Because I think that's the best way to go. I think I think we should do that for him. Hey, make it Migrants Vineyard. Someone uh, someone said that yesterday. Make it Migrants Vineyard. They should rename the whole place. I mean, you've got – they're complaining well, about 50 and, and, people. They have like 50 millionaires living there. And as we see the continued assault on our privacy, on our freedoms – and the information war we find ourselves in, it's always important to protect your online activity. So if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're getting nine months for free. On top of that, it's an awesome deal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch everything you search for and everything you buy take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings that's ipvanish dot com forward slash daily yeah so let's let's go to this if we will if we go to B2 um, this is a post by MAGA American Dawn I think there are a few rooms available at the Barry and and Michael Obama's home there in Martha's Vineyard. So I think we should probably use those. And if we go to B3, this is another one. Uh, Capture says, send 100,000 more to Martha's Vineyard, or do they really not believe in diversity when it comes to their rich, elitist community? Um, and then Laverne <laughs> Spicer ends with the response of that. They can always use new slaves there. Ask Obama. 
because obviously Obama is one of the most racist people I've ever met. Um, John Stephen Walsh, if you go to this D4, 50 non-white people on your island with more than the millionaires is a humanitarian crisis. And it has a picture of this all-white family. Oh, it gets better, guys. I mean, I control this for hours, hours. Go to B5. The border town of Yuma wishes all they saw was 50 people in one day. They see groups of 50 plus every few hours. And then, wait, there's more. B6. <laughs> this is the all mockery of these people. In this house, we believe black lives matter. Women's rights are human rights. No human is illegal. Science is real. Love is love. Kindness is everything. And you can see uh, Homer Simpson just go into the tree, come back out with no trespassing. This is protected uh, by video surveillance. Trespassers will be prosecuted side. Um, and I, just because I, I want to keep going, I want to keep going. Tim Young says it wasn't a humanitarian crisis till it might ruin your brunch, right? And why stop? Let's just keep going. I'm not done yet. So let's put this one up there. Dr. Interracial, privileged white rich Democrats are showing their racism. They want illegals to do their laundry, not live in their community. Dr. Interracial says the privileged white Democrats have to keep their illegals or risk looking super racist, not just racist. Oh, man. Hey, do you remember remember that couple? Do you remember that couple who got in really, really big trouble when Antifa broke into their private neighborhood and they came out with their, uh, the dad came out with their, with his AR-15 and they were the super ultra racist mega evil people? I mean, you know, they yeah. don't have AR-15s oh, yeah. yet, but uh, not, not the best, uh, hey, not the best if, look. If you want an AR-15, we've got about, uh, I think, 3,500 of them in stock, a little over three and a half million dollars worth of AR-15s at dcfguns.com. You go to dcfguns.co, use promo code Joe, you get an extra 5% off, and we'll ship it to wherever you are to an FFL near you. So go to dcfguns.co, go buy a gun, an AR-15, because, you know, America. And uh, and, and, you guys are getting DCF-15s, right? Yeah, DCF-15s, not (laughs) AR-15s. Not Armalite-15s. No, that's assault rifle. So it's, and he's Armalite. Just so we're clear, AR does not mean assault rifle. That's the new nickname by the radical leftists and the derps. But Apollo, I get so excited about seeing this. I can't stop. I can't stop. <laughs> Babylon B, involved in this conversation as well. This says Martha's Vineyard resident called Port as Hispanic in the neighborhood, not operating a leaf blower. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't make this up. And then, and, and then you need to go to the next one, which is uh, on B10. Visit Martha's Vineyard said, let's talk. Everyone needs to visit our aisle and discover all it offers. Hashtag I explore chat that says, yes, we want everyone to come and eat their way through MV. Booty chats. Hashtag booty chats. And then fast forward. Our island community hears an update on current humanitarian crisis on Martha's Vineyard. We thank people for their continued help. And it has a picture of Obama behind it, because frankly, (laughs) why would you not want man of the hour to have that? And then, of course, I have to do this. We can. I I have to give a shout out to the Hodge twins. So so these things are amazing. The beards now are pretty cool, too. It's only a humanitarian crisis. 
when it happens in Martha's Vineyard, not when it's happened to every week in border towns in Texas and Arizona. How dare you? I, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I want to, I, I think we should play it. Should we, should we, should we play the B12? Yeah. Look, I, in, in all, in all, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, we are dealing with a crisis. And the crisis is a crisis of American values and the soul of America. And they want to come after it. We know that these radical leftists, we, we need to put them all on on uh, buses and planes and take them back to their country. Look, if you, if you want change, go make a change in your own country, right? We deserve as Americans paying 52 cents on every dollar to have safe and secure communities. Now, I'm all for helping in humanitarian environments. I spent six years doing that. Right in the Middle East and Africa. I also went to Guatemala and Southern, or excuse me, uh, South and uh, Central American countries, helping with humanitarian needs. So I'm all for it. But I also believe that at some point we have to put our foot down and say, "Look, put your mask on first before helping others." So let let's go to this next one, if we would. Th this is really something we have to talk about. Well, so and, and I want to cue this up real and, quick um, because this is this is important, guys. I want you really to understand this. Um, so first, before we play some of these cuts, uh, these are some things that I cut up. Uh, but this was a month ago I was talking about this. This is from a documentary by Savannah, Savannah, Savannah Hernandez, uh, or Sav Says. And it was uh, an interview with a whistleblower who's working for a company down at the border. Uh, so first I want to put this Gateway article, because this came out uh, actually not long, just before we started the show. Uh, that was quick. Buses arrive at Martha's Vineyard and deport the illegals off the island. Look at that. There you can see that uh, that sign from Martha's Vineyard about how tolerant and welcoming they are. And uh, now, furious that you know these governors would do something, that now they actually have to have to see uh, these people that they're ushering into the country. Uh, now, oh look at that! Buses arrive and transport the migrants from St. Andrew's Parish. A big bus and two shorter buses to get people off the island. Yeah. There's a couple of videos of this, if you go to this article. Uh, again, they are kicking them off the island. That did not take long. Happening now, migrants flowing hey, into Martha's Vineyard. Let's bring some more in. Let's, let's bring some more in. Uh, Governor DeSantis, I have to tell you right now, we will put together a fund to fly migrants into Martha's Vineyard. And we will make sure that there is a schedule on the hour, every hour, we will ship 50 every, 100 every hour. Matter of fact, this is a call out to the people down in South and Central America. Just buy a ticket directly to Martha's Vineyard. Hashtag foodies chat. I think for sure, absolutely, everybody should be involved in making sure that Martha's Vineyard has absolute uh, security and absolute diversity. I think they lack it. Um, and. And, but judging by the people in Martha's Vineyard, they all wear bright white. Um, they need a little color there, too, just in the clothing. So go ahead and bring some, uh, some ponchos and things down there to make it a little bit more colorful as you fly in. But I think that all the governors should do that. I think people in every state, I think Border Patrol should be shipping them out, sending them on buses, not just to Martha's Vineyard, but some of the more exclusive areas in every state where they, we can just have them just there, right? And, and here's the thing. We should put on a little certificate that uh, uh, leaf blower not included. 
<laughs> That's oh how they think about me. How dare you? I, I mean, it's great. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Uh, well, you see where this is going, though. Look, look at look at how the how they're reacting to this, though. Look at this, uh, these these lefties on uh, on Twitter. Ah! Ron DeSantis <laughs> is a human trafficker. Pass it on. That's an actual tweet. Just got off the phone with the, the at the White House. The White House. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm asking, asking the Justice Department to investigate Ron DeSantis' political human trafficking. And listen, if it's political trafficking to put them in the most wealthiest area you have more than anybody else why can't you share it it's all about equity it's all about equality why can't we have equity and equality come on what's what's going on here i can't get i just i don't understand it i don't understand it all right so we have a video though but you broke it up into things so let's let's play a little bit this is a little serious about what they're doing to kids and these are whistleblowers and this is heartbreaking let's go ahead and play this uh, b12 yeah, and just I want you while you're listening to these, we have several clips of this, and I made them all really short. Just remember, they've been yelling about the border. Uh, Kamala Harris, even I'm going to play this one. We played this yesterday. I want to just play this just to give you a reminder, uh, you know, about what they think about the border. So real quick, have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do is the first request we made. Pass a bill. Good job. To create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure. But okay, so the border is secure. Remember that. The border is secure. Mm-hmm. I think we should send all the secure people that at the border to Martha's Vineyard. Let's go there. Go ahead and play B12. Now, you might have heard the story of how illegal immigrants were flown to suburban New York in the middle of the night. Many of you might have the question, who's funding this and which company is doing that? Well, that company is called MVM Inc. And they're doing that with your taxpayer dollars. Now, today we have a very special guest. We have a whistleblower employee who's going to be talking to us about how this same company is shipping migrant children throughout the U.S. So thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, just to get started, for those of us in the audience who might not know what MVM Inc. is, can you explain to us what your company is and what they do? It's a company that focuses on getting they call it UCs, unaccompanied children, unaccompanied minors, getting them from point A to point B. And most of the time, point A is from a shelter uh, all, all throughout Texas and all across the country. And point B is with a sponsor. Most of the time, it's a family member. But lately, the numbers are so crazy that it's no longer family members, it's family friends. Uh, people who are willing to take them in and a lot of the times they don't even know each other so my job is to show up I get a view folder that tells me where I'm going who's my partner and where we're going to be picking kids up and my job is to be with them on the airplanes be with them on the buses sometimes it's buses and sometimes it's charter planes when it's charter planes we move anywhere between 200 to 300 kids on one plane. It won't just be one plane. It will be two, three planes at a time that leave. I do know that when we start off, we'll drop off in Texas. So we'll go from one plane in Texas to another. And then these same charter planes will go to New York. We'll go to California. We'll go to Washington. 
and then they'll finish off in Oregon or another state nearby. So it's not just one state, it's not just one drop off. You go to one destination, drop off the kids that are getting off there, and then you continue on. So if you could give us an estimate, how many children per month do you think are being moved just in the Texas area? Well, like I said, it's between all the all the offices, it's in the thousands, I say eight to 10, but that's in one week. So in a month, I would say around 40,000, 30,000 kids. 30, 40,000 kids in a month. Why, why can't we ship them? Why can't we ship them to Martha's Vineyard? Well, they're 30 getting to 40,000. All of a sudden they believe in borders, right? Now it's, now it's Martha's Vineyard. Now all of a sudden they think they think ah. that uh, you know we can't we can't stress this community right the rest of the country we can ship them all over in the middle of the night even, but Martha's Vit that that community we can't put any pressure on we don't have room for those people there. Well, I mean, what what's the what's the outcome if we don't have secure borders, and why would they do it? I mean, this is the same thing by the way they did it all over Europe. The only place they didn't do it to is in Poland. Owen put up a border and said, if you come in, we'll shoot you. <laughs> they actually said that. Go ahead, come across our borders. You won't shoot us. Clink. Shot the first one, came across the border. Guess whatever all the other refugees did. Yeah, so we're going to stay out here. We're going to go hang out in these other countries. We're not coming into your borders. Because they said, listen, at the end of the day, it's, a, it's an invasion of our nation. And that's what's happening in our country today. We have an invasion of our nation. We have an invasion of our government. We have a... We have, we have a set. We have a judiciary that is so compromised that they don't even make decisions based on constitutional values, and they don't think they have to. You have a place where the playbook is. You have nonprofits and and government uh, stand-in entities like Dominion for for voting, like Pfizer for that are owned by the same companies, same people, these elitists that are shoving stuff down our throat while spending by spending millions of dollars in lobbying to get almost a billion dollars in money back in their coffers, that's a really good return on investment from the American people. We are being treated like slaves, like pawns, like peasants. And it's, 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 it's past time that we stood up and said we've had enough. And it can't just be the Mike Lindells of the world. It can't just be mm -hmm. people like Kurt Olson who are suing people with impunity and, and going around and doing the things that are necessary, excuse me, suing people, not with impunity, but suing people to hold people accountable because he's actually out there holding people accountable, holding people accountable for the stuff that they're, that they're doing out there to hurt Americans. It can't just be the few. It can't be the few. It's got to be it's got to be collectively a group of people that are willing to stand up across the nation and say, hey, we've had enough. And I think we should ship them all to Martha's Vineyard. I think we should fill up the whole freaking island. And as what's his name, the guy from, uh, who was it, uh, Hank, Hank uh, Johnson? Well, do you remember, find that clip for me. It, uh, in Guam, if you put too many people on the island and they, they get on one side, that the island will just flip over. It'll, it'll flip over <laughs> on itself. These are the Democrats, guys. These are really who, the, this is what they say. They, they talk this way. It's absolutely amazing to me that we've even not been able to tolerate it. So with that said, I want to I want to say that we have a put up Steve Wynn, if you would, Mr. Producer, this is or Apollo. This is now now playing Democrats overt immigration hypocrisy 
uh, you talk about everyone being welcome here. This is the facts blast that we're putting out there. And let me just read this to you on C2. Given the loud and proud virtue signal from one of the whitest, richest, most privileged communities in America, many were surprised when the town declared a humanitarian crisis over the relocation of just 50 illegal migrants to the community last week. According to a statement from the Federal Federation for American Immigration Reform Fair, nearly 5 million illegal immigrants have come in the U.S. since resident Biden took office. Earlier this month, Biden took credit for the the July inflation rate being only 8.5%. Now that July border number are finally public. The White House may take credit for the fact that only 199,000 illegals crossed our border down from 207,000 in June. A minor drop in border encounters is not encouraging. Traditionally numbers dropped in the hottest numbers of the month. Last month's figures actually represent a 325% increase over the average number of July apprehensions under uh, Trump administration. More significantly, July, July numbers bring the total of illegal aliens crossing the border since President, excuse me, since uh, illegal regime Biden took office to 4.9 million, including some 900,000 gotaways who eluded apprehension have since disappeared to American communities. But we want a demand for, for remedy. Let me talk about progressive elites deserve every bit of the mockery. Those of you in Congress deserve to be held accountable. And this is our demand for remedy. Everything should be a demand for remedy, demand for remedy. As the press sec says, the administration has been very clear on their immigration policies, policy. The reason outcry over 50 immigrants or migrant, or excuse me, illegal migrants going to your playground, we need to make sure we fix that, tells a different story. You must secure the US border and you must do it now. Five million new migrants in less than two years secure our border and return your loyalty to the American people and the U.S. Constitution. Otherwise, prepare your shelters. This new red state policy for relocating illegal migrants to sanctuary cities is very popular with the American people. Change course, prepare for the repeat in a community near you. Napa Valley, Vail, Aspen, the Hamptons, Cape Cod, and any other sanctuary community where progressive elites virtue signal for Americans to absorb hordes of migrants while isolating themselves from their effects. And so you can go to conservative-daily.com, send that fax. If you're already subscribed to our newsletter, you already got it in your email. If you're not, sign up for it. The link is in the description. And if you're a member at Conservative Daily, you get to send this fax for free. So make sure that you do both of those things. Um, but I want to go a couple more of these because, again, what, what these governors are doing is actually brilliant because they are forcing the left themselves to completely destroy their own narrative both about the migrant crisis, about the border, about allowing all these people in and how Americans, uh, people who actually uh, you know, don't live in, in these super mansions, who don't get the privilege of living in Martha's Vineyard because we don't all get to insider trade and do all these backroom deals like the Bidens. Uh, they are themselves now destroying everything about their narrative. And what I think is most important is they're actually themselves highlighting the concept of human trafficking, which they have... Uh, so blatantly ignored and tried to uh, to brush under the rug for for our entire lives, and especially the last few years, uh, as you know, under the Trump administration, they actually started started going after these people. Uh, but I want to play a couple of these. I'm going to play uh, B13 and 14 right after another. These are short, but this is from the same interview. Listen to what this whistleblower says. Regarding the sponsors as well, like how are the children tied to these sponsors? Yes, yeah, so the children give the name. To the, sh to the people at the shelters, and the shelters will reach out to this person 
and then they will they have uh, they have their process that is very easy to how can I say it? Uh, if when they look into the person, if they see they're not related, they don't care. They'll prove it and they send the kid off to this person. And the sponsor will tell us, oh, I'm not a family member, I'm not the kid's father, I'm not the kid's mother, I'm not blood related, it's just a friend. And it makes you wonder, like, what do you mean just a friend? Like, who are you? But we're not allowed to, to, to bring these things up as long as it's the person on the paper, as long as it's the person who shows up and gives you the proper doc documentation, then we leave the, the child. There was this one time in San Antonio where it looked like it was a lady in her 30s and she was accepting a boy that was 17, 16 years old. And then she was also accepting a boy that was not related to them, to to other boy, but they, they still somehow had the same sponsor. And you know, things run through your head and you're like, hey, if they're not related, how do they meet? And you know, a lot of the times we hear Oh, through Facebook, we, I was talking to her through Facebook, through, through social media, and it's kind of creepy. And there's no proper vetting right now saying, hey, these kids are really related to this person. No, it could be a child offender, a sex offender, wanting to, to take one of these kids into the homes, and the government won't let it happen. Whoa. It gets worse. It gets worse. And uh, so you have another point, one you want to play? Yeah, yeah, I have a couple more. They're uh, not very long. Um, but you talk about these companies. This one is, uh, is going to speak to them. And then, so not only do you have them coming in, you just heard some, some pretty horrible stuff. They're sending these kids in. They're not being vetted. They're not doing the paperwork correctly. They're getting released to strangers. Some of them they beat over the Internet. They're, they're comparing this to child trafficking now, and the left is going to eat itself. Uh, these are the same problems that everyone's been complaining about. We had that one tweet up about, uh, where was it? Yeah, uh, it's only a humanitarian crisis when it happens in Martha's Vineyard, not when it happens in every, every week in border towns in Texas and Arizona. And then, as, again, as we reported, and as you heard earlier, they're shipping these people all over the country, again, in the middle of the night, and taxpayers are paying for it. Uh, so let's, uh, let's hear uh, one clip about, again, these companies... And now let's, let's look at who these people working for the company actually are. You said that you guys are so overwhelmed right now, overwhelmed to the point where MVM Inc. is mass hiring people and they're not being properly trained, which is leading to negligence when it comes to identifying these children and their sponsors properly. Can, can you talk to us about that? Uh, it's one of the emails that I showed you. It's an email where they're pinpointing that, hey, you guys are accepting stuff that was the IDs that were not approved. You are you guys are letting these kids go with people who are not on the list, who were not approved, and sometimes are people who weren't are not even on any documents for the child. And it tends to happen where these sponsors will show up and they will say, uh, I'm here for the kid, but it's really the sister or a neighbor because the sponsor didn't feel like going and these kids are being sent off with neighbors, with people who, who are nowhere near related to these kids. And it's just a mess right now. No, none of the rules that we're supposed to follow are being followed. And that's why that email, that notice went out saying, hey, you guys, 
need to pick it up and you guys need to accept the proper documentation. I want to see the, say the biggest thing is what's going on right now is too many uh, border crossings, too many kids. And these companies will take all this money from taxpayer money in the millions, but they won't do the hiring process the right way. A lot of people get hired and their background hasn't even come in yet. They'll get emails a month or two months into the job saying, hey, you need to do your background. And it's crazy because, you know, it could be a child offender, it could be a bad person, and they have access to kids every day. And why would you want to sponsor a migrant child? I mean, what are the benefits of sponsoring one of these children? The kids will say, hey, they promised us $2,000 after two or three months of being with my sponsor, and I can't wait till they buy me this with that money, and the sponsors will... They know that the flights are paid for, they know that the money's coming in. They will mention these things and it's very upsetting to us. Okay, so does it all, does it all make sense to you guys now? And there's one other point I want to make. Uh, there's one more clip I want to play because we heard, uh, we played a video for you yesterday about KJP, you know, the, the, the brilliant woman uh, the, at the White House the press secretary, talking about how the previous administration was the one who decimated this system. They, they literally are trying to deflect this onto, onto Trump, right? After they fought this border wall, after they fought for these migrant policies, after they've completely uh, destroyed Border Patrol's ability to function, to vet people, uh, rob them of their authority. They can't touch them once they're in. Uh, the entire thing has been a nightmare. So this whistleblower also mentions when this all started. Uh, so, do you, have, do you have anything before I play this one, this last clip? No, this is the last clip, then we got to wrap it up, guys. i got to go uh, hang out with Mike Lindell again. Um, he's going to go speak in, at the Reawaken Tour event, so it's at 6, uh, 6 o'clock tonight. Mm -hmm. So make sure you tune in. We'll, we'll be playing it as well, I think. So yeah, we're going to be live good. streaming it after we jump off here. Uh, but so just this is again from the same whistleblower. Let's, uh, let's hear what he says about when this all actually started and where this comes from them these thousands of dollars the federal contractors that are receiving taxpayer money and for MVM uh, again you had shown me this article that they had previously signed a federal contract for 136 million dollars back in 2021 so that money coming from again the taxpayers is going towards funding these these children throughout the US Correct. Flights, food, uh, I want to say it ranges from two to five thousand to pay for a trip of two, two co-workers and two kids. But a lot of the times these groups are five kids, three co-workers, and uh, it's multiple offices. Democratic Mayor Eric Adams of New York is upset because he's saying Republican governors, specifically Greg Abbott in Texas, are busing migrants to New York. Is it the Republican governors that are to blame for these buses of migrants, or is it you know companies like yours that are flying all of these migrants to New York? No, it's us. It's us. We've been doing it for uh, since Biden came into the administration, a little bit before that, and it's picked up way a lot when Biden came into office, and we we. We tend to come to these places when it's less packed. You know, we have arrival times of 
11 p.m. at night, 1 in the morning. Sometimes we get flown to a city nearby with a, where there's a smaller airport, and then we drive into the city that way no one sees us. We'll drive in, in a bus, in charter bus, in vans, and we try to avoid the public. Uh, they're all over the country, but in Texas is where it's most busy. We move anywhere between 2,000 and 5,000 kids a week. There's charter flights out of El Paso, and then there's smaller groups between 30 to 40 workers who will take anywhere between 100 to 200 kids. And this is in El Paso, Pecos, Texas, and Cowan, Texas. All right, so there you go, guys. They're upset about 50, 100 people while they're flying in thousands every week, and they do it all in the middle of the night. That's why they're upset about this, because now it's in everyone's faces in the media, uh, and that's why they're pissed. So these people are hypocrites. Yeah, this look, needs to stop. You, you, missed, you missed the part about MVM being the company that was used by the CIA over in Iraq, right? This, this absolutely is a human trafficking deal. This absolutely is the evil of our country, and it's run by lawlessness. He just said they're not following the rules because they don't have to. So let's pray for these kids. We've got a lot to go over tonight. Amen. I don't know if I'll be on, but uh, we will try to get on. But uh, share this uh, broadcast if you would, please. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and pray. Yeah. yeah. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to bring truth to so many. Father, thank you for those that listen. Thank you for those that are advocates and ambassadors of truth. Father, thank you for those people that are out there tirelessly speaking truth and creating uh, solutions that are working the problem, creating solutions and helping people get involved, Father. Uh, thank you for the opportunity we have to stand together. Thank you for unity, Father. And thank you for giving us the opportunity to restore you to our communities and to our society. Father, I would ask you to have a special blessing on those people down in South and Central America. I would ask you to have a blessing on those people here that are exposing the truth about trafficking children. I would, I would, I would ask you, Father, to to protect those children, protect those those families that are coming across the border, and and just just stop this, stop the 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 corruption within the CIA, within the FBI, within the different apparatus of government that is trying to destroy our nation father father i would ask you to to put it on the hearts to give courage to those those leaders in in florida and texas and in arizona that they could ship them by the thousands to martha's vineyard by the thousands to uh the, the napa valley to other places where they can feel what it is really like to see hopelessness happen as you drop people in there and they become pawns for these radical leftists father i would just ask you to allow us to close the border still you know give humanitarian aid help other nations rise up their nations but not put the burden on the american people father we are tired we are tired we are weary i would ask you to give us the strength and the wisdom to fight through and to do your work father and i would just ask you to, to help us become the tools for you to defeat this evil and send it back to the hole that it came from we ask for all of these things father in the name of jesus christ amen Amen. That's it, guys. We'll see you tonight. We'll be starting the stream of the Reawaken America tour. Joe, we'll see you later. Be safe. God bless you and Mike Lindell. All right. God bless you. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey.
You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.